are listening to Chugga Talk with Ryan Murphy, a podcast by Pull Across Made Simple. Hello, friends. This episode is brought to you by Saucy Farm. Located in Wiggins, Mississippi, they're the premier Australian stock horse stud in North America. Proudly standing are Ballandown Zorro, Hayden Satellite, and Stonebrook Finno. Ballandown Zorro has fresh, cooled semen with a live full guarantee. Hayden Satellite and Stonebrook Finno have a limited supply of frozen semen. Special has been that once in a lifetime voice that people only dream of having. His athleticism, heart, and love for the game are second to none. We've been so fortunate to have him as our own and a major part of our development as players as well as horsemen has most certainly been because of him. He's definitely raised the bar in terms of expectations and standards that we have of our own horses and how we go about bringing them into the game. Playmate picked up on full across so quickly and has been my main playing horse since 2013 carrying me from local and national tournaments to international tours and exchanges. Her athleticism and power, despite her petite stature, blow me away each time I'm able to meet a once turn in the 30 or avoid pressure in the midfield. There's no question about the success of these incredible studs for producing machines on the field, and I look forward to seeing the development of these lines in the future. I'm so happy that the Saucies are continuing the work of Marilyn Murphy in promoting the Australian stock horse, which is truly the breed for every need. Hi, this is Dana Deemer. I and my family own Keystone Silhouette. She's a 15-year-old black Australian stock horse first cross by Ballandown Zorro. I would say the thing that she brings to the table is her incredible athleticism. She has the best footwork coming up to a jump of any horse that I've seen in a long time. She's bold cross country. She's bold in stadium. Saucy Farm and Australian stock horses, a breed for every need. You can find them on Facebook or call 228-263-0930. We are also brought to you by Sally Batten of the Athletic Equestrian. Give the gift of polo cross. Sally Batten's book, Polo Cross, Australian made, internationally played, is available for purchase online. Polocross was the first book published on the sport, and Sally spent time in Australia interviewing all the greats. In addition, there are chapters written by Polocross experts Joy Poole on tactics, Graham Spackman on training your horse, and many others. Filled with beautiful photographs by noted Aussie photojournalist Peter Salmus. You'll be proud to display your sport in your home. Limited numbers are available, so order now. Go to www.athleticequestrian.com and click on Athletic Equestrian Shop. Are you a Polacross related business? Chucka Talk has a truly global audience. To learn more about advertising here, email me at ryan at polacrossmadesimple.com. Space is limited. On this episode of Chucka Talk, I pull back the veil of mystery surrounding the Polacross Bible. We discuss many topics, and these mates gave a lot of thoughtful answers. If you're concerned about being offended by anything said heretofore, I'd recommend that you turn it off now. Don't say I didn't warn you. Beware. Here on Chugga Talk, the goal is to shrink the pull across world by connecting people together and most importantly to provide education by interviewing players from all over the world. So listen closely and enjoy. So let me just start this off. Anyone you've had on this podcast is not the Polo Cross Bible because we're the boys and you've got us on now. The most popping meme page on Facebook and Instagram, dog. They said we couldn't do it, but we're here. Can you, a- what are you drinking? Uh, awful scotch.
Queen, yeah, Queen Margaret. I don't know. Very, very renowned brand here in Scotland. Definitely not, definitely not six quid from Asda or anything. That's a favourite amongst <laughs> bums. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> amongst bums. Yeah, keeps your limbs warm, mate. Keeps your limbs, <laughs> keeps your limbs warm. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so glad we got to do this. We talked early on uh, when I was just getting started, and I feel like I needed to get some reps to be ready for this. I am with arguably the funniest people in Polo Cross. Just a handful of you. I want to thank you for coming on. I'll let you guys introduce right. yourselves. I'll tell you what, I'll start then. <laughs> Because I'm not going to be anywhere near as well known as Cody is. <laughs> the, name, the name is Rory Galanders. Some may know me as the best and most handsome Polkis player in the world. Others have not had the pleasure yet. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I've done a wee bit of international polo cross from Scotland, playing the UK, and uh, yeah, just a bit, of a bit of a home turf dominator, I'd say. But yeah, not, not been out as much as Cody has. You got a rocking B-grade. Yeah, bro, wrap it, mate. Absolutely destroy the B-grade. Every day, every week. A good segue like that. I introduced myself, Cody Campbell. Originally from Zim. I'm living in South Africa now, though. I still play a bit in Zim. I'm probably not as well-known as Rui Max Ox, but uh, I do get around the, around the bars, and uh, I've been known to commentate once or twice. You know, yes. Not much else to talk about, though, really. Apart from so, the fact that you're, you're, you're very beautiful as well, mate. you got to them. Right <laughs> so, Rue, Ru, you have the most children that you've never met. Yeah, there's six of them. I think, I think Cody's on four. I'm at six now. But so with this looking... moustache, she'll climb up to probably double digits by the end of the year. Huh? So you're looking for... Anytime you see a redhead, it, it just doesn't fit in. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. Redheads are crazy, bro. Don't touch that. Alan. Yeah, well, probably the least known member of the group. Probably a surprise to everybody from Zambia. Uh, I loved hearing people question who's on the group but in the meantime i'm just there in the background but yeah not so big a protocross to be honest played a bit but i'm pretty good with meme knowledge and i'm pretty funny at the end of the day to be honest yeah boy <laughs> help the boy my name is sean hardy um i'm from the uk and i play for the most hated protocross team in the world i'd like to know how uh, the protocross bible came about oh i mean I, I can't really speak for anyone else but um I didn't start it. I was probably one of the first two or three people in it. And I just got a message one day going, you go right on Facebook, do you want to, uh, do you want to join a, a, a group where we just take the piss out of protocross? And I was like, oh, I'm good at, uh, good at one thing and it's taking the piss, I'll join. I didn't have very high hopes. So I thought it was going to crash and burn within a week. I don't know. Rue came in a little bit I don't know. He, he cracked the nut. Mate, yeah. When you're just as talented as me, it just comes up. I, was, I think I was the last person to be added, wasn't I? We've not added anyone since then. Because you're ginger. Yeah, well, they wanted, they wanted to play the, they wanted to play the ginger card. And it's because I was doing stuff on Facebook as well, like putting videos up. And I was added just before the World Cup. So it hasn't, yeah, literally like, literally the week of the World Cup, I'm pretty sure. Sean, you added me, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so literally added me the week of the World Cup. And um, yeah, that was mint. And then from from then, it's what, that's nearly two years now. So yeah, it's been great since then. But we are looking to maybe recruit recruit some more members. I'll just put that one out there, Ryan. Okay. We're looking for some funny folk from maybe America or Australia that, and give us a bit more insight than just uh, the African and UK. And oh, Definitely yeah. nominate some people. Oh, yeah, go for it. Yeah. Troyes has copped a bit of abuse over there. Yeah, over the so people, people yeah. see the meme page. The amount of comments, <laughs> Ryan, honestly, people see the meme page, they just think we're all South African because the amount of... And it's all Cody, bro. All the African <laughs> stuff is all... I'm out them right now, dog. It's all Cody. He's hating on it. And I say to him, like, mate, they're going to think we're all African. The Aussies are actually great, okay? They're, they're great, all right? They are. They're yeah, awesome. They yeah, right. UK people have dual passports. You're like half African anyways. Basically, yeah. 
Yeah, I've read a British passport as well. When was the first Holographs Bible post? When was it started? I think the first one was actually a picture of me, if I'm honest. Uh, we had a, we had a, we actually had um, Tom Keatley over from from Australia. He was staying with very good family friends of ours, and he had long, like long curly hair, like almost down to half his back. He's a youngster, and he, he managed to uh, talk himself into uh, into a corner. And utter Nick Van Vake said to me, "No, we're going to tackle him. We're going to shave his head." So anyway, we tackled him, and sh- shaved his head, and he got up, and he was sad, like he was almost crying. He was so sad. And I was like, "Mate, honestly, you're going to hook up with so many more girls. It's going to be like such a conversation starter. You, you're going to go right." And he's like, "Oh no, well then you do it." And I was like, "Oh Christ, here we go." Three seconds later, someone tackled me. And just cut the top of my head off with a, with a set of horse horse clippers. That uh, that picture started going around, and then someone uh, edited me into become a monk. I think I was very you're, definitely, you're definitely not a monk, man. There's no way you're a monk. <laughs> that right, yeah. Man? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can try and fail, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you've all had a sort of an initiation, or what? Oh, I don't know. I think it was just at that point in time that was the the funniest thing that happened in Parlacross. Our post sort of started out. I mean, it's, it's sort of evolved over time, but we at first we had. We like would post whatever we wanted to post on the page. We'd post on a group chat, and then we'd have to get like three people to back on and post it. Yeah, exactly that. Yeah, you you know, thumbs up, thumbs down, and you sort of evolved over time. And we've we've worked out what's funny and what's not funny, and our kids arise and what you know what people let go. Yeah, just it has taken taken a bit of a its own sort of river, its own course. And I think um, at first also we had like the things that were really successful were our stereotypes, whether it were be it like the horses, like the type of people you saw. Good fun making that on the group chat, to be fair. It's funny because it is everybody knows somebody that fits into each of the categories. Yeah, That's oh, the, the, old, the old head one was the best one. Well, the old, the old bloke number two, where he's like smoking a fag in between. We all know at least three blokes <laughs> yeah. like that. Anyway, it transcends yeah. borders, mate. There's just that guy anywhere you go at Bowler. Yeah, there's one old man that tells you about the time he drank a rum between, between chuckers, and you're like, you're all right, Matthew. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mental, lad. Mental. I love it. Love it. How many contributors are there? Can you tell me? Uh, oh, mate. Are we going to get into specifics here, bro? Is that, is that we, I mean, we out in everyone? Or? Within 100, I mean, I don't know. I mean, uh, probably, no, I prob- probably 12. Yeah, double digits, I'd say, for sure, yeah. Okay, so you're getting, but, a, wide, yeah. you're getting a diverse uh, perspective, obviously, but you said there's a lot of commonalities in there, so these posts kind of cross everything. Okay, yeah, I get it. That's, that's what my podcast is about. It's about bringing everyone together. And we share all these common common themes. Any women in the group? Oh, uh, I think <laughs> so. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna speak for everyone here. It's because women aren't funny. No, I'm joking. Nah, there, nah, there isn't. But that's just because there hasn't been it. It hasn't come up. But we're not de- definitely yeah. not deliberately. You know, it's just one of those things. Yeah, I haven't been like a conscious decision. Yeah, but also I think our group chat dynamic would change slightly if uh, we had a girl on there. Uh, <laughs> There's a lot of inappropriate shit that goes on. Uh, yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. Uh, oh, we yeah, almost find the right girl. Find a goer. We did almost recruit find one girl. Find a goer. Jesus, right? What are we saying now? What are we saying now? Yeah, we put out like sort of like a meme competition, and then like we uh. choose the two people. I can't. That was way back when, though. I think. Yeah, that was right at the start. Yeah, it was yeah, a couple of years ago. This is important to me because I'm a lefty. Any lefties? Uh, Actually, no. Oh, yeah, there is. Yeah. Yeah, there okay. is one. One. Oh, Stuart. <laughs> yeah, Stuart is. Yeah, I wasn't going to say his oh, name. Stuart yeah, Nick. I was fine, Sean, whatever you say. <laughs> He's been outed. <laughs> He's been outed. Absolute moron, Sean. No, okay, okay. What, yeah, what, sure is. What we call uh, that lefty would be a token 
lefty. <laughs> we call yeah, them yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We call them He definitely cops the most abuse, 100%. If there's one person in the chat that gets the most abuse, it's definitely going to be him. I don't, know, I don't know if you ask Phil Simon, but he'll, he'll say something. Like you, you can rip into me for an hour, and I'll be like, John, no worries. And then he says one thing, and I'm like, no, fuck off. You can't climb into me, right? You just get straight back in your box. So, so yeah, true, dog. So, so true, dog. Oh, my God. So, so next, uh, next question. Have you ever thought of getting a tattoo that for all of you, like as a requirement or Oh, that's actually a sick oh, idea. Yeah. You know. I'll be down. Yeah, that's a mint idea. I've never thought of that. That's a mint idea, Ryan, honestly. The reason I'll, I yeah. say that is I have a tattoo, and I'm in a brotherhood. It's called the Wrangler Mafia. My okay. uh, my brother-in-law <laughs> got married, and so he got all the, the groomsmen uh, tattoos. Oh, and, sick. Uh, so the four of us got originally, and then since then, uh, there was a 14-year-old that got one, and then... These two brothers, uh, one of them was on the U.S. team. They're very pasty men from the U.S. They have this. They got the tattoo later on because they wanted oh, to join the Wrangler Mafia. And mm. can anyone can anyone name who I'm talking about on the U.S. team? It was a pasty men. Well, they're all yeah. Yeah. That was not a good one. We need a meme for that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's Robbie, Robbie, and Billy Shuttles. The, those brothers. Oh, okay. they, yeah. They yeah. got it later on. Did you guys get to hang out with Billy over there? At all? No, I, no. I think the closest I got was being in a car with. Is it? Is it yeah, it's Rahul, isn't it? Raul, yeah. Oh, yeah. The closest I got was being in a in a car with him. And I genuinely don't remember how that happened. That was that was on the Sunday the World Cup. <laughs> I can't. I, I was I wasn't driving. I'll just say that. But I was. I don't. I don't remember exactly getting. I remember looking around, and be like, oh mate, I saw you. I think I saw you play actually, like today. <laughs> and he was gone as well, mate. Yeah. Okay. Nah, I just met him. All right. So no tattoo, but uh, maybe this will spark that yeah um, that's a sick idea yeah, generally i'd be mad game yeah. yeah i've got a couple tasks myself i think we're getting one getting getting something funny on your arm would be really good i reckon yeah, yeah. on the yeah, ball really on 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 can you figure out where my wrangler patch tattoo is on your arse mate 100 yeah. percent it's on your arse yeah. there's yeah. no way yeah. i was just saying i was gonna say like oh can you show us i was like um he's probably got his arse so maybe not <laughs> there's this place in johannesburg called beefcakes and uh oh. I sorry i just had to go there uh but i won't say anything more out of respect. He's a good man. <laughs> All right, Cody. <laughs> All right, inside joke. Inside joke. Um, sus, bro. What's going on, dog? I've actually, Ryan, I've actually got some questions for you as well, mate. If, oh, geez. Sorry, I, I, don't, I don't know how you like to podcast, but I've got some, some questions just to put you on the edge a little bit. Oh, go for it. I, I want to push the boundary. push Because you can edit this out anyway, can't you? So Yeah, but I, <laughs> I can really push the boat out on this one and see how far it goes. So some of the ones I've got here, do you think there's been any posts that we've put up where you've thought, oh, that's not funny or oh, that's too far or... No, I have feel, very... No, there's none. My morals are very low. That's good. <laughs> good to hear. Same. Um, who do you think has the best bum and pull across? Uh, let's see. Probably Simon Sheeran. <laughs> I mean, I think we should go around you, the table and just say... For you, you to assume I, that I was going to pick a bloke, that's... <laughs> <laughs> but he's in every single one of your podcasts. I'm sure you know his ass quite well. <laughs> I'm <laughs> like <laughs> Ryan, mate. You can't take that, got, mate. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Ryan, you're dodging the question, lad. Go on. What is it? Nah, who's got best one for the round? Could be anyone, doesn't that? Greg Sargent. Greg, Greg Sargent. Sargent. Greg Sargent. Cody, Cody, who do you think's got best one for the round? Well, are we doing this? I got yeah. a position to Sargent, so it's my girlfriend. Oh, <laughs> <So>. cowards. Cowards. <laughs> got right, no um, bottle. I don't know. Jared Richardson goes right, eh? <laughs> Alan, who do you think's got best mom? Uh, has to be Stu. That's a Stu, dog. Sean, do you think it's Sai? He likes them yeah. big, right? Like, so there's got to be some <laughs> reasons that, that you like these. Arsenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I'd say Stu as well, mate. I'm with you, Alan. Stu's got a massive dump on him. 100 no, percent. It's Stuart. It's definitely Stuart. 100%. So yeah, so those are and I've also got oh if you could have a dream team, who would it be? Like who if you could play and then five others, three women, two men, who would it be? Are they still alive? I could no, or dead. Dead. anyone oh, should dream team, yeah. Jeez. They don't even have to play polycross really. Um <laughs> what, just have LeBron James as your three You know that I um I asked this to Steph and he wouldn't give me a dream team. Coward, mate. Yeah, Steph's a coward. Here. Yeah. That surprised me at all. Oh, geez. I would have to go with, it's going to age me. All right. All right. Uh, we've got uh, Daryl Smith. Don't know him, but sounds oh, yeah. good. All right. Well, read the history books. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right, well, so he's, this... he's, he's original. He's a, he's a king. Uh, he's OG, is he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Let's see here. Well, so what position is he going? Oh, he's a, he's definitely a three. Definitely three. Where would you go in this situation? One, two, or three? Ooh. I wouldn't be on my dream team. I'd be Bro! The... Bro! <laughs> Come on! Am I the Patron? What the hell? I would definitely be on my dream team. If I could choose three knees, I would. <laughs> oh, shut up. God, get out, Cody. Bro, get out of the call, dog. So, so you've got, uh, yeah, so you've got one already. Who, who oh, jeez. So I need to come up with six. Well, yeah, I would thought five because you'd have yourself in there. But maybe okay, maybe all right. Definitely uh, have to go with Yanni. This, you know. Uh, yeah, shout. Yeah. Yep, got to keep the middle-aged guys in there. There's a lot younger people that I don't know that I haven't seen play. Would, you put, in the Would you put them in the middle? Ooh, Gavin Cocker. Oh, okay, yep. So are we pretty much going to left in 2015? We'll come no, to you. I, I picked Daryl Smith, <laughs> but uh, no, I definitely have to pick some Aussies. But let, let me, before I get to Australia, let's see. I guess I would have to go with, hmm, you really put me on the spot. <clears throat> Thought I'd bring some good questions, you know, like spice up. You're probably right, always need... used to having to carry conversations. All right, I need some ones. Now, am I picking a mixed side or a full men's side? Mixed. Three men's three ladies. Ladies. Yeah, three, mixed. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I definitely want... You've got uh, the three men locked in, 100%. <laughs> yeah, I got, I've got to represent the UK, so I'm going to throw in Charlotte Pikett. Yeah, boy. Yep. 100%. <laughs> definitely. Yep. If anyone is a, is a glory hound one, it's just the yeah. most popular girl... Uh, Cody, no, the... Cody knows Charlotte quite well, actually, don't you, Cody? Oh, yeah. boy. <laughs> Whoa, so, mate. Um... <laughs> <laughs> just like who did I don't know if I can do I say that. I, just, I know Charlotte very well, as, yes, yeah, too, yeah, but yeah. not in that way. Um, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. No, me neither. Okay. No, yeah, no, that's cool, Cody. That's fine. We believe you, bro. <laughs> All right. And I, I'm... Uh, I'm definitely going to have to Sorry. put um, Jane Cooper on the women's side. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Shout. The uh, toughest woman I've ever met that played yeah, man, Solid. Yeah. Phenomenal. Ooh, okay. So we've got a three and a two for the men. We've got a one and a three for the women. All right. So we need a one for the men. I'm just going to have to go with Jimmy. Yeah, fair. Yeah. yeah. Can't hate Pretty that. Cool. Yeah. 
Only because he's uh, adapted himself to the other game. And he's almost – he's half African because he started playing that style when he was 12. Yeah, so, true. Yeah. yeah. A lot of respect for that. Um, yeah. All right, now I need two. I like that podcast you did with Jimmy – with not Jimmy, with Charlie and Sarah. And, uh, you know, they said, they said that Lucy and uh, – uh, they chatted to me about it last year. And they said, you know, Lucy and Jim got off that 2015 World Cup when they lost year in South Africa. And they just said, that's not happening again. Yeah. They just sort of changed their, change the way they trained to, oh, you know, yeah. to, to win in 2019. It's pretty cool. Huh? That's crazy. All right. So, you, are you guys disappointed in my list? Because I need a no, pick good. another I, woman. I agree. No, well, I thought, fully, yeah. I thought um, as, as good as Jimmy is, I mean, you know, he's pretty much in everyone's uh, dream team. But I, I'd, I reckon I'd go a little bit old school with my number one and uh, get like a Shannon Burbage or, um, or Charles Duplessis out. Because um, I've been okay. watching them yeah. when I was growing up. I mean, we, I, I sort of grew up in... And the age where the Zim Open was the like the, the biggest like not international tournament, and um, mm. you know the Zim Open was massive, and those boys used to come out and you know watching them, they they often they played together, and they were just unbelievable, They're untouchable. As a, uh, on two sections, you had Charles, who was probably the best one in the world, and Shannon, who was if not the best, was as close to you can as you can get. So it was good to watch. Sorry, boys, I'm just going to bring another whiskey. It's all right, mate. My two on the women's side would be Suzanne Sargent. Yeah, again, solid. Yeah. Solid picks, honestly. Yeah. I, there's probably a lot of young players in there that I'm just not. <laughs> ah, it's all right. They can't take offense. Screw them, mate. It'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> all I mean, right. I'm, I'm kind of mad you left me out, but that's cool, bro. Whatever. It's fine. You don't know me like that. It's all right. <laughs> just messing around with you. Yeah, no, that was good picks, honestly. I sort of agree, especially with the women. I probably would have uh, Lucy Grills as well in there, maybe, at the back. Oh, she's, she's pretty film at the back. And Charlotte, probably at the front as well. The two would be. Highly, highly um, in in conjecture. Probably another woman though, like Zach Thomas or Jane Cooper, like either so just someone solid in the middle that can just do bits is what you want, really. What's the idea behind being anonymous? Because I mean, obviously this is not anonymous, but you have other contributors. Is this so that you can talk shit about them and they don't know who who's doing it, or are you hiding, or what's the deal? Here? Yeah, it's it's I don't, I'm not even talking shit, but it was like you know you you you're definitely braver when no one else knows your name, so. Um, <laughs> Uh, it started off like that, and uh, especially like with the World Cup last year, we, we, I think we upset a few people just because I think we're being more funny because we're honest than anything else. And, you know, we'd say say things and, uh, you know, not, not everyone loved it. But, you know, like, like you said, no, it's not anonymous now, and I think it's been pretty obvious who a lot of us are for a while, so it's not really worth trying to hide behind a, hide behind a screen anymore. Well, there's yeah, five yeah. of you that, are, that, are, that have been on here. So are you saying that of the other half, that there's some obvious people that are not yeah. as cool. Yeah. Not as funny as <clears throat> yeah, they're not as cool or funny or handsome, but they're on there for sure, yeah. <laughs> no, I agree with Cody as well. I think that it's definitely like, because poker is so small, you don't really want to hurt anyone's feelings, but a lot of people these days can't take jokes either. And so it, it definitely did help at the very beginning to have, to not be getting messages saying, oh, you did this, and blah, blah, blah. And, right. You know? And even though nowadays, like, if some one of us put something up, we can always just say, "Oh, it was the other person," and just like so, it still kind of works. Like, so, I mean, if I, put some, if I put something up when I get backlash, it's one hundred percent Cody every time. I'm telling you, every time. You've actually taken things down. No, uh, not very much. Yeah, we've taken. I know one thing that I'm not going. I'm not going to say what, but uh, we 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 definitely overstepped the line and over overstepped the mark. And uh, I'll be honest, it uh, yeah, it it was it was pretty pretty rude. So we did take that one down just because it was I think it was a mutual agreement. We're like fuck boys, 
What one was that? I don't think he's going to say it, Sean. I don't think he's going to say it. No, yeah, I don't. Oh, it's just, we're going to leave that one in the leave that one in the. Yeah, that was in the bin, mate. That was in the bin, hundred percent. Or on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, or yeah, the Instagram was a bit wilder. To be fair, uh, when I posted yeah, on Instagram, I'm like, it's all fair game. It's all fair game. It's a wild, wild west out there. It's all fair game. You know, talking about Instagram, I mean, we've got a couple up on Instagram. We we've had people message us and be like, "This is a photo of my mom." Falling off a horse, why, why don't you make a meme out of it? That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, I mean, what's what the line? The what's the line? I mean, um, yeah. I mean that's the yeah. question, right? So, I don't know. If it's personal, I don't, you don't, you don't even want to get into personal stuff. Like, if someone plays bad, you can, like, bad, like, shut up. But if it's, uh, you know, if you're getting into someone, you know, if, you, if you're being rude about someone as a person, then that's sort of far. So, I mean, we, and we, as a, as a as a group, I don't think we we're bad enough blacks to actually go after someone on a personal level. No, you don't go level. after individuals. Yeah. If, they, if there's more than two, that's fine. As possible, <laughs> oh, there's more than two? Okay, so that's... All right, possible. that's okay. Yeah, you do have some morals, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're very low. Well, they're loose. They are loose, but we, 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 yeah. we try. 39. Weren't you born in the 80s? <laughs> no, probably. Oh, oh, okay. I was well. just born in the 90s, dog. This is <laughs> okay. So I am super old then, but I, I will say that uh, the world right now is super sensitive, overwhelmed. Oh, yeah. no, I mean, I, I just think people need to relax a bit. You're hurting my feelings saying that, by the way. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, I mean, last year, we, I mean, this is an example that we, when we're talking about people just are uh, full of shit, really. The, um, that that Rosemont ball that came out before the World Cup, and, uh, <laughs> how that how that came into existence, nobody knows. It was yeah, it was, it just it was just announced one day, and we we climbed into it pretty hard, and we we, we took a we took a lot of armor shit. So anyway, the one one of the messages we got in was this is someone's livelihood, and you you know you you're taking to Facebook to to slate them uh, publicly on 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 Facebook. And I mean, at that point, we were pretty much like, well. If it's their livelihood, they should probably put a bit more effort in and uh, get it right. <laughs> so, you know, it's uh, it's not hard. It's uh, unlike Graham Bennett, has been trying to get a ball right for years, but uh, and he said he's got it like 98% right now. Hasn't got it good enough to release, and he's like he doesn't want to put his name on it until it's 100% correct. And I mean that that's uh, you're happy with that one then? Well, a bloke I getting pers- a ball 40% right and fucking it. My perspective as an American, we have an orangutan president. It's kind of like. <laughs> It's kind of like Rue's hair. It's what is his skin oh, looks like. Oh, are we taking shots now, Ryan? Is that, no, what, is no, that no, what's no, going no. on? So he, are we no, getting a, down the mud? No, no. So he says the, the, the craziest, uh, stup- you know, dumbest things. But it's actually, when you say something negative sometimes, it actually gives publicity to something that would have not had the publicity. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, definitely. But, but I am putting the dominoes together now because apparently there were two factories making the Milner balls, and now the last one is left in Africa. Uh, well, no, I mean, there's, there's the myth I heard, and it is a myth because I actually I can't tell you if it's real or not. But the, there was the, the machine that made the Milner ball ended up in Zim, uh, in Bulawayo, and no one actually knows where it is. Uh, so it's it's in Bulawayo. Bulawayo. I hope no one from Bulawayo listens to the podcast because it's actually shit all. I wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, dog. <laughs> no, 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 it's it's fine. It's fine. It's it's, it's good enough. It's, it's a nice place to go play sport. Uh, but I I don't think I'd want to spend more than forty eight hours there. Don't you? Live yeah, in so it's not well, a lot going on. Well, the unit, uh, Jeremy Marriott was talking about balls, and that's what he said. He said that I'm sure he there was. were two factories making the Milner balls, <laughs> and they're down to just one factory. So mm. I mean, you could have single handedly just. 
put Rosemont out of business. Or you could have provided enough controversy to give them more, you know, people say, oh, well, is this that bad a ball? They try it and then it's like, oh, I don't think we, I don't think we, look, I, I, I think we'd be pretty arrogant to think we have enough uh, sway in political. I'd like to, to think that as well, to be honest with you. Yeah. That'd be cool. <laughs> I'd be like, <laughs> yeah. yes, we did. Did we push on our business? Hell yes. With some memes, 100%. That'd be Finn. sick. <laughs> I would definitely ride that wave. <laughs> it'd be awesome, mate. Sponsor me. Sponsor me right now or I'm going to make your life easier. Well, Bennett, <laughs> Bennett, if you're listening to this, mate, if you don't give us each 17 free rackets, we're ending your goddamn career mate we're coming for you all right no, no i don't think i don't think we have enough enough sway to uh to, yeah. to influence someone's uh, someone's business <clears throat> yeah you know, I, I don't know you know we haven't thought about that but yeah i don't think we i don't think we're that important nah no i mean i think you are important because you do provide humor you provide sort of a global perspective something that people can relate to that's what i'm trying to do on this podcast and it's i think it's super important that that you do what you do and and i think there's very few people if you think about it i mean I guess I'm an American. We're a lot smaller playing country. There's not a ton of people that are contributing to global pole across. There's maybe good pole across going on in their own country, but what, what are they doing to really bring everyone together? And you, you should be able to do that this day and age with technology. So social media is a great place to be. Yeah, I, I think especially within Polycross, the more things change, the more they stay the same. In, I mean, in terms of all over the world, uh, like we said, a lot of our jokes are, are funny because they're funny everywhere. Um, you know, mm. it's, it's the relatability that people get behind in you. I don't know, like it's, um, we, we all joke about the, you know, the, the, the juniors that look up to, to A-grade players and they, you know, they're pretty much all slaves. But it's the same all <laughs> over the world. Right? I don't mean like 12 and <clears throat> running after Mikey Cranor, who in my eyes was about 50 because he was like six years older than me. But uh, I used to run around and try to pick up his rackets. And it, it just, you know, like I said, more things change and more they say the I've actually got another question for you, Ryan, as well, if you're right Oh, go for it. So, um, so I've got a couple of talking points here as well, but what, if you were the head coach for US Polacross, what would you do? What, what would you change to make a difference for 2022? Like, Apart from select yourself. Apart from pick yourself and win, obviously, but what, what else would you do? I would be sending people internationally as much as possible. That would be the first thing. We just don't have competition here. I bet you have more competition at your highest level than we do. You get sloppy, you make a lot of mistakes, and uh, so I sort of envy those players in other countries that are constantly getting their butts whipped. The players on our team that have shown uh, that have played the best and it really showed at the World Cup is the ones that spend a lot of time in other countries. That's internationally what you could do. I mean, if you could spend months in another country, you would accelerate over, you know, one month in another country might be five years in the States. I mean, it's crazy. True. Um, wow. Jesus. So, so that's what I would say. Um, number one. Number two, I would host as much international as I could. It would force players to, uh, to come up with that second, third horse, to be riding different horses and playing at that international level. So again, bringing players in. Um, I'm on a sort of a new kick. I, I would really like to push for the U.S. to host a high goal. And I'd like there to be a high goal uh, series around the world. You know, New Zealand's got one, South Africa, uh, Zim, Zam. I mean, they've done them and they, they definitely have the capacity. We just we should have a series like they do in polo, where every year there are top players coming to your country, you know, by invite. And so you're getting that competition for your for your players. I mean, those are the two biggest things. It's just that competition, I would say. Uh, toughening up, yeah. making less uh, mistakes because you're you're at the right speed. 
I find when I go to other countries, I have to catch up. Yeah. I'm sitting there sort of watching for the first chukka, which I'm I think not. The UK, I think the UK is a little bit similar as well. I'll be honest. I think you do struggle with, in the US particularly, you do struggle with, you're also spread apart as well, aren't you? Like, they're so, the, the actual, like, land mass alone to get to, to get to weekends is insane. And so the people that actually do it are obviously incredibly committed. So, like... They, they easily could bring on a third or fourth horse. Um, right. In my opinion, it's just because I, because we actually, you, you had Leslie Plant on, didn't you, on this podcast before? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I actually, I've met her. I know her. She's really nice. She came to our house for a bit. Oh. Um, because a bit tra- teaching. This is when I was like 16. And she was awesome. And she was saying in Canada, it's like they don't, basically the same thing. They don't really get enough concentrated at one time where it can grow. They just, they all have little clubs that do their own thing and, and it doesn't actually grow the sport at all. And I think uh, the UK struggle with that a little bit, but because we've got Pony Club, it comes, it, we, we can grow it quite a lot. That's sort of the way that we've grown it is through Pony Club, don't you think, Sean? Yeah, I guess so. I just think in the UK, we struggle with actually owning a horse. A lot of people, do you know what I mean? Like not, not a lot of people have land to keep their own horses on. So they pay livery and stuff and it's quite expensive. And I don't know. I just, I think I'm kind of lucky because I can keep my own horses pretty pretty easy but there's quite a few people that can charge other people to have for one you. horse yeah huh? I was just say, isn't that how you make money Sean you know what I mean there's loads of people that just have a yeah, horse one horse yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah, 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 yeah. getting the multiple horses is, yeah absolutely yeah absolutely. it's hard like, so it's not always buying one it's keeping the bloody things over here True. Right. Yeah, very true. Well, and I, I played in the UK uh, way back when money was a big uh, factor in the top players. I mean, they were bringing over international players. There was big money with a few people. That really helped. So I, I, I know what you're talking about. And these Africans are always talking about multi-horse, multi-horse, multi-horse. But, I mean, oh, well, have... you? <laughs> oh, go off, Ryan. Go on, get in there, mate. Slay him. Go on, <laughs> no, but, uh, oh, lad, get in there. Uh, I don't even have a groom. So uh, it's not yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly, mate, exactly. <laughs> he was gonna do my strings, my sets in the morning for you know yeah. three hours. No, so I'm I'm not saying you know we're still encouraging two to three horses a player for the top players, but I hear what you're saying, Sean, about it's not it's not cheap, and there is definitely uh, an element to that. That our playing population has gone down over the years, over the last five years. And I think Eesh. that's a big part of it. These players grow up and then. They don't have their they're not living off their parents anymore and then they've gotta make make their own way. And, yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, I'm talking about those grooms. We um when we I played in the twenty fifteen World Cup and we uh, had a, a lovely young lady that helped us a horse coordinator and um on the on day one, one of the practices I bandaged my horse's legs over its knees, I put the boots on upside <laughs> oh, down. Oh dog the saddle was uh, like a meter back on its on its on its back, it fit was inside out. And she walked in and she goes, what are you doing, Matt? And I said, no, you know, I'm from Zim. I, I, I've got grooms. I've never done this. Oh, you know, she tacked up my horses for about a week and a half before Paula said to her, you know, he's taking the piss out of you. And, you know, like, <laughs> Wait, right hang, on, you st- hang on. You <laughs> still managed to get this poor little woman to basically be your groom for free. <laughs> yeah, all of like, she's a horse going that just so they weren't supposed to tack up horses and stuff. They were just supposed to be there. Yeah. To make sure we weren't, like, yeah. But she yeah. did. And, uh, yeah, I just... Yeah, I convinced her. She's a lovely logo. She's a young lady, and she, uh, I, you know, we said I had to convince her I had no idea what, what a horse looked like uh, um, for about a week and a half. I wish uh, I then, then I was just stuck. Oh, I wasn't allowed to do. I had to do everything myself for about a week after that. So oh, poor you, awesome. mate. Poor you. You're right. <laughs> I was, I was hard or grim. 
Um, yeah, you know, so that, yeah. that does make a difference. It makes it, it makes a huge difference. I mean, even within South Africa, because I came from Zoom, which is we we pretty useless in Zoom in terms of us. We just pitch up to the, the field and the horse is ready. Mm-hmm. I came down to South Africa, and um, my, my best mate down here, Ross, and um, and his girlfriend Emma, literally do apart from feeding, they do everything else themselves. So we went for a ride in the afternoon. I had to uh, tack up my horse. I was honestly, it's not worth it. I, I don't like horses enough. <laughs> <Not worth it. laughs> I don't like bike like enough to actually do this. So. <laughs> Fair. Sometimes you got way up, man. Sometimes you yeah. got way up, bro. Ryan, who do you think is the best polo playing nation in the world right now? Who do you think are the champs? I uh, actually on. had this question for you guys. Oh, there. mate! Great minds think alike. Oh. Two geniuses. <laughs> it depends. I mean, I'm gonna start off with it depends. Oh, bro, cut you coward, oh, man. Get out of here. No, you can't Stick it to out. the guns. You can't cop out. You got to give me a, a straight, you know, which one or the other. Okay, well, let me let me just give some background. So I'm not just going to come out and say some random. Okay, I, have, okay, okay. I put thought into things like this. I so know. we haven't actually seen. Okay, so the only evidence that this, this gives South Africa the nod at the moment, because the only evidence that you can come to another country and win on their horses was in 2017. South Africa did that, right? And 2011. Oh, and 20. Yeah, that. Are you talking about the UK? Doesn't really count, yeah. does it? Oh, I was. I played in that one. I mean, the good horses, but not the same. That's one factor. The Aussies have the depth depth of players. They they can put together a ton of teams that would be super competitive. I'd be scared to think how many they could put that could you know give them a run for their money. That said, I think the best playing nation in the world right now. Go on. I, might, I would have to say. Australia. Okay. Yes, uh, man. I have to say Australia. Absolutely, and is, yeah. And this is why they won the last World Cup. Yeah. Uh, we'll see what they do when they come over. But you've yeah. been letting them come to Durban for years, and they're, they've been playing on your horses, so some of those top players. So before the whole high goal thing happened and those players were coming to your country, I would say South Africa had a big um, advantage. I have to mm-hmm. give Australia the nod. They have more yeah. depth of players. I'm old school as, as, a, as a Yank. I mean, the horse training ability, riding around the snaffle, some of the best horses in the world. So I'm going to get a lot of flack for, for that. But No, uh, you know, I'll back you 100%. Ryan, if they come for you, they come for me, mate. I'm 100% with you. I think we know who Cody thinks is the best player nation in the world, but I might want to hear his. No, I, look, I, I, I do think I, got, I think I agree with Ryan. There's, there's a couple of factors that come into it. And like um, just the depth in, in Australia, they could put, probably put two or three teams together that would be most countries in the world, um, you know, they, they see teams probably better than a lot of playing play nations at proper, proper international sites. So, I mean, the, the depth of it is incredible. If, you, if you're if being a purist, you know, like Australia must play like Australians and South Africans can play like South Africans. The South African game is, is just a better game and that's why the Australians have started adopting it because the ball is faster than any horse in the field. You know, if you're moving the ball, if you've got the skill set, like, I mean, it's a... Something Bruce also talks about is if you if you don't have a skill set, throwing silly passes around the back of your horse and trying to get you know forty meter passes from the tee to the boxes, it's not going to help you if you don't have a skill set. You can't do it. So roll well, up, play it safe. Well, there. let me say this to counter what my my answer was that the African uh, South Africans have a couple of freaks, true freaks. Yeah, they're they're aging now, but they're still freaks and they're top players. So. To say they have some of the top players, that's definitely the answer. But you look at you know you look at Bruce McClarty. He's training twelve-year-olds. I mean, people are just growing up. I mean, I'm just it's scary to think what's going to happen in South African polo across ten years from now. They could be better than the. Well, I was going to say I I think the next World Cup's going to be very interesting because there's there's a there's a few boys coming through and girls actually. There's 
yeah, I mean, Lolly Haynes is probably the best under 14 I've ever seen in my life. Um, she's got probably the best string of horses I've ever seen in my entire life. She gets the coaching, she gets the, you know, she gets the exposure. She's as far as I, she was supposed to play the high goal this year, and if I'm not mistaken, I think she's 13. So she's, you know, she's young. She's she's bloody good. Amy Amy Cocker is also coming through. She's she's an unbelievable talent. Um, then there's the boys coming through like Chad Van Bierka, Josh Larue. Josh Larue, yeah, I mean he won at the high goal last year. I think he won MVP or best two or whatever. Or he won something. Um, Keenan Class and uh, there's there's heaps of boys that are coming through that are actually going to make it difficult for the men that are. I mean, in two years' time, I reckon they're going to make it very difficult for the men that played last World Cup. If they, even if they don't make it, if, if they if they if, if they don't make the side, they're going to make the side better. If that makes sense. They're going to they're going to push the the boys that you say are aging. When I say uh, even aging, I think you might be wrong because Yanni's the oldest there, and I think he's thirty one. So he's uh, Absolutely. he's Absolutely. Still, yeah. um, <laughs> Yeah, he's got a, he's got a bit of time. I do think South Africa's got a lot of depth in the top ranks, but like you said, I mean Australia's got numbers, so there's a there's a massive difference. Alan, who do you? You're not an African, aren't you, Alan? So you'll probably think the same thing, really. Well, oh no. I agree, I agree with Cody. I was just going to ask you guys also, like, say five to ten years from now, do you. I'm, I'm long sort of, dead. <laughs> long <laughs> dead. Yeah. Long dead. Who's, who's going to be like the biggest powerhouse? Is still South African Australia just based on numbers? or? Yeah, 100%. Uh, I don't know, man. I reckon Zander's got a lot of depth in their youngsters, though. There's a lot of good like kids the, in there. The Morsons show yeah. some talent. But I also oh. heard a lot from the UK, no? UK is growing, to be fair, eh, Sean? Yeah. The UK is growing in numbers. Not the same. Australia has such an advantage in terms of horse numbers as well, not just people. They can easily get, most families nozzle easily have a spare horse, if not another spare horse, three that they've bred themselves. And stock horses too. Whereas the UK will never have that breeding, really. We've got Jason doing it now a little bit, but it's not going to be the same. Like, not the same. Not every family is going to breed. Not every family is going to do this and that. So, for that number, I'd say Africa because they they sort of have the money to have grooms and loads of strings and stuff. And then Australia because they have the space and the lifestyle of having multiple horses and people playing. We can also just travel to each other in Africa. For yeah. South Africa. Yeah. 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 So true. Well, I mean, I Brian, what's the youth stand... looking like? Like, what's the youth looking like in the states? Bit weird, mate. Bit, bit weird, crushing up. <laughs> <laughs> Easy there, Michael Jackson. Uh, no, no, There's a meme right away. You're making that meme for yourself. You deserve it. Um, well, I would just, I would say that we don't have. I mean, we have, we have some young players coming up, but not at the level that we would like. We brought up a lot. A lot of our top players now were came up through Pony Club, and that that's kind of gone away. They've gone less players. So we haven't refilled the till. So we have a few, but I, you know, it's hard to, I mean, there's a couple that I could think of that are, are contenders for the next world cup, but uh, not the depth that I would like. And when I was, when you were talking about South Africa, I was, I was thinking, and then the world cup in five to 10 years, we call this parody in uh, American sports where the teams are closer together. And what I realized is that when you get past the top, countries and you could probably put zambia right up there but not not necessarily necessarily over the top there are four countries four or five countries that are sort of anyone could win on the day right uh, except some countries can't finish <laughs> and that's that's just because we don't have the muscle to do that mm. but in general you could you see the scores going up and down i mean and I, i'm saying this because the u.s did lead against some of the top countries for a short period of time we were right there with them and then we couldn't hold it on for for six chuckas so what do you guys think about that parody and 
Mm. I think I think last year last year was proved that oh, I don't want to say lower teams or bottom teams um, in the World Cup can't do it, but, but Ireland Ireland and the States gave gave runs to to some of the better countries in the well I don't want to say better again because they, they beat some of them. I mean Ireland uh, Ireland beat New Zealand. Am I right? Yeah. Um, I can't remember. Yeah, Did they beat biggest... New Zealand? Mate, biggest turnaround ever. They'd be, yeah, they, no, yeah, no, yeah, didn't they? New Zealand beat, yeah, sorry, yeah. I mean, I, I umpired that game, so I should know, but the. <laughs> yeah, the bro, and, I saw you umpire, dog. You were not all there, man. Come on. Uh, 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 yeah, can I tell you? Okay, we'll get to that story later. But be, anyway, the, the other. <laughs> the element <laughs> boy. Um, no, I mean, Zoom, I, I didn't make, obviously I didn't make the Zoom side, that's why I was umpiring. But the, the Zoom side on its day. I, I personally believe are good enough. The players in that team are good enough to beat any country in the world. Honest, Donny Swan, in my opinion, is one of the best threes in the in the world at the moment. He's top, and for me, he'd be. He, I'd probably pick him in my in my dream team. Yeah, we so, were saying just before the World Cup that they were. Yeah, we were looking like yeah, some like a powerhouse. Yeah. No, they. Like, yeah, I mean, there was there was a couple of niggles that they needed to sort out, and they didn't. But uh, they were they they are they, were, they were, as individuals they were. Unbelievable. Uh, Cody, didn't you also um, moan just before the World Cup because you didn't get picked that they're all really old? I mean, no. <laughs> well, that wasn't me moaning. Uh, it was everyone moaning. Fuck you, Sean. Bro! <laughs> Bro, it's like Royal Rumble in here tonight, mate. Everyone's going to finish other's next. I'm popping it all up. No, like, I mean, obviously, I'll, you, you always only disappoint and I'm, I'm going to say something that I'm not, <laughs> not proud of. But yeah, I mean, they, 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 were a bit, they were a bit older than they needed to be. And, but they were a good side and you, you, can't, uh, you can't deny that. And, but they didn't, they didn't show up. And I was bleak that I didn't make the side until, until I saw them playing his island. And then I was I was pretty stoked on the sideline. Um, right, you'd be, you'd be on my team any day of the week, mate. I'd pick you any day of the week. You're 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 brilliant. Uh, you it, it means a lot, and you'll be surprised how many people say that. So it's, it's, <laughs> it's one, it's one, it's just you. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's it's. I lost my point. My train of thought. I'm I'm, I'm heavy on the whiskey. I'll be honest. So yeah, I, I just my my point was that the 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 gap between the teams is. is Getting smaller and smaller every year, just from the exposure. It's just me, and I honestly might be being horrible here, but South Africans mostly have got weird names, don't they? Yeah, like weird, wild, sharp, (laughs) sharp, weird and wild second names that are that are like what? Like what was it? Chad von what? Cody Chad von Beesrick or something? Von Benneker. What is that? What is that? Von Benneker sounds like a a DC villain, mate. Von Benneker. It's fun. You got it. The V is an F. My F bad. Von Benneker. And you just Rui, why even spell your surname for us. You what? Why don't you spell your surname for us? Nah, I'm, I'm okay, man. I, it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> <when I, laughs> spell your first name. That's even harder. Yeah, exactly. That is actually Gaelic, though. That is Scottish, so that does work. But so, I don't know if Ben's. Well, so, have, have you guys ever seen the movie Snatch uh, with Brad Pitt? What, what, what oh, this age is me again, but Brad Pitt uh, plays a I know gypsy. What I, yeah. Yeah, 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 I've heard of it. Yeah, and sometimes when I hear Rue, I'm thinking about that. He's like, I like Dags, I like Dags, I like Dags. And you don't know what the <laughs> hell he's saying. You don't know what the <laughs> okay. hell he's saying. Okay, Ryan. Okay, Ryan. You call uh, me no. a traveler, mate. Is that is that what's happening? <laughs> I've been to I've been to Loch Ness. I know Scotland. Been to Loch Ness. That's okay. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. And, yeah. I've actually I haven't. So. <laughs> Whoa. He's <laughs> <laughs> scared of the monster. Whereabouts Whereabouts are you from in the U.S., Ryan? From Pennsylvania. 
Pennsylvania. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, that's quite that's quite Northeast. nice area, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Northeast. Yeah, yeah. I mean, nothing to say so about Pennsylvania. Where about on the map, is it? Peru. Where is it on the map? Show us. It's northeast, mate. It's just below New York, isn't it? Yeah. It's like <laughs> New York's West. New York's like here, and then you get Pennsylvania here. Yeah, west yeah. of New York. Yeah. Yeah, it's like here. You know, you yeah, know what you're saying? Philadelphia, Philadelphia's in Pennsylvania, isn't it? Yes. Good yeah. job. What's the capital of Pennsylvania? Is it Philadelphia or is it um uh, Harrisburg? That's where I'm from. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah it is a nice area of the woods though. That's where the office is, mate. Pennsylvania. Are you coming to me, Alan? Come on now. Ah, uh, fair enough. Fair that's the only reason I know it. So uh so where's the where's the most beautiful place in the world to play polo cross? Oh, I might jump on that. I think New Zealand. I think New Zealand's a gorgeous place to play polo cross. Australia is pretty much just the same, really. It's just flat and uh, a bit dusty and muddy as hell in most places. Uh, yeah, I've only played on the east. I only played on the east of Australia when I was like sixty New South, once. Yeah. yeah, New South. When I, I did the junior, uh, what's it called? The junior classic, I think it is at uh, Albury. Did that, when I was like that must have been the last one they did. <laughs> No, 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 they had another one, they didn't just have see me then stop, okay, <laughs> but the I've, I've only played like once in the West Coast as well, but it is basically just the same, but New Zealand is, is um, I mean, New Zealand's gorgeous anyway, but New Zealand definitely, polocross wise, has got the, the biggest range from, like driving to polocross, you'll go through mountains and stuff, whereas you don't get in that in the UK, you just get a wet motorway and then yeah are there are there a lot of mountains in the i mean did you play south island then I played north island. well but i went south of the north island and there's mountains there it was going through um oh, <laughs> you went south of the north island isn't it south island no no <laughs> south south end of the north island cody oh, basic okay, geography <laughs> oh, oh it's actually america's pretty 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 gorgeous to play in as well wouldn't you like yeah. They've got some pretty wild landscapes. Like, if you went from you to Texas, you'd probably see a fair change in scenery, wouldn't you? Mm. Yeah, well, I think, the correct, I think the correct answer would be Cape Town, but you guys couldn't figure that one out. Right? I've never played in Cape Town, yeah. That's well, I've I never played in Cape Town either. It's polo, polo, right? Just you're polo. not good enough, mate. I've been picked for your team picked the World Cup, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How's your international career going, man? Oh, man, it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. Bro, I will no, laugh. Yeah. If I get picked before to play for Zimbabwe before you, you're never I'm gonna go to the grave with <laughs> information, dog. You're well, never gonna point, live it down. After after Sean's comments, I think it might be it might be a, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cody, didn't you think the Slicks is an idiot? <laughs> no, what the fuck? <laughs> 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 oh brilliant. To be fair, to be fair, I was pretty I was pretty vocal about my, my concerns. Uh, <laughs> You're a good umpire yeah. now, bro. You're a good umpire. Me? You're a good umpire. Yeah, you're a good umpire. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, so when, I, when, we, um, when we were over there, there's a, the, the chief umpire in Aussie is called a guy called Stewie Neal. Yeah. And this is how he takes his job uh, mighty serious. So he, the one day I was umpire, I umpired the last game of the day, and uh, I didn't have to umpire the next day. So the Zim bus was going back to the hotel to, to obviously to go home. And I was like, right. I'll come home, have a shower, and then come back and get on the get on the bezel. And they were like, "No, mate, if you're coming home, you're coming home. If you're staying, you stay." So I was like, "Can I drama it?" Right. So I stayed. Right. Uh, went into the went into. I mean, I, I got stitched up. Let's be honest, it wasn't my fault. <coughs> anyway, I went into the bar, into the bar in my in my whites and my umpiring shirt and whistle and uh, boots. And uh, somewhere along the line, someone was like, "Oh, mate, why don't you throw ice down the line off for us?" And it, it led to a game of. Of a uh, across inside the bar. Someone took photos and stuff and put it on Facebook. The next morning at the umpires meeting, I copped so much abuse. Like I reckon for 20 minutes, Richard Chapel was my only mate. Everyone else thought I was an idiot. 
just swore at me. But yeah, geez, uh, that was, uh, I and I didn't even have to umpire the next day. So I didn't, I didn't see why I was supposed to be in trouble. My dad uh, got a camper van for the 2007 World Cup. Not yours, Rue. Not not the gypsy one. That, you know, but, um, Bro, come on. You yanks, man. He parked it too close to the Aussie camp, and he had he a big it. party. And they, would not, oh, they were yeah, not having yeah. it. The Aussies, the, the Aussies. The one thing yeah, that the so. Aussies do do is they do um they do esky raids. We're <laughs> on esky raid, Ryan. No. Oh, most fun you'll ever have. You feel like a fifteen-year-old child again. Honestly, <laughs> you run through camp. We wait till everyone's like out or partying or asleep, and you run through camps. You hit the rock up, and you just straight up steal people's alcohol. They're in the eskies. <laughs> Brilliant, honestly. And you don't even do it for the booze, you do it for the rush of just nicking shit. It's amazing. It's amazing. Uh, that, that would have been like a landmine back in the day in Australia because uh, we still have electric pens with the tape. Yeah, yeah, same. All the hell. Um, yeah, but, we do. Uh, how much have you done this? Uh, pull across. Oh, Esky <laughs> Rain, oh, mate. Few, oh, I've been on a few tours, mate. I've been on a few tours. Like, I've been around. <laughs> my, my, favorite, my favorite thing about Rue is that you, when, when you thought you were talking about, about polo cross, you, you calmed down a hell of a lot. And then you're like, no, mate, the time you stole alcohol. And he got so <laughs> stoked. So he's not do polo cross, bro. So he's not do polo cross at all. No. All right, serious question for Sean. What were your uh, big influences on training horses? And- uh, who, who have you looked to for that? When I decided I wanted to get into that, obviously Jason over here, because he's just the best in general, like not just in podcasts, just in normal horses. Um, so obviously I looked up to him a lot. I went to New Zealand before I went to Jason's place and loads of people talking about Rick Murray and stuff. Uh, so I went to go stay with him um, and my sister wasn't very well. So I came home early. I was only at Rick's for a week. Um, so that's something I'd really like to do. Um, just stay there a bit longer because uh, loads of people spoke to me about Rick Murray before. I didn't I didn't stay long, as I said, but loads of people said it was real good. Um, I stayed at Gary Malcolm's in New Zealand when I was there, uh, only for a week while um, my friend was working. Um, and he was pretty good. But again, I was young at the time. But over here, it was definitely Jason because obviously he doesn't need. Yeah, he's a big, very he's much. A big boy in the UK. Big boy in the yeah. UK. Yeah, he'll be on the pod soon <clears throat> enough. Oh, uh, mate, you have to get. Oh, I'm gonna have to send you some questions right now. Ask him, put him on the spot. Yeah, sweat him out, honestly. I'd love to be. I'd love to hop in and just absolutely abuse him for well, ten minutes and drop no, out again. That'd be brilliant. We, this is an ideal. You can. There can be a pull across Bible segment where your questions <sighs> come in for the the future guests. That's a great Bro, idea. Oh, so good. Yeah, um, that's, that's um, Sean, what when you're watching pull across as a horse trainer, what frustrates you? Watching people, I mean, the thing you know, that massively frustrates me is when uh, <laughs> when people buy rubbish horses from Polo and just gag them up, put a head check on them, and just razz them. It's like, it's are you talking funny. about Africans? Go on, Ryan, mate. Go on. <laughs> Sorry, continue. Yeah, so no, it's just, um, I don't know. I think it's not as such. I wouldn't go down like that sort of. Real. I just say I don't think people buy wise horses over here it's like i think we went for a stage of just any horse would do like the horses are cheap for a reason do you know what i mean coming out of polo they're either rubbish or rubbish are there enough <laughs> are there enough of you producing them in polo cross though because most people train for themselves we do not have people producing yeah, horses sure. to sell 
John O'Keefe. Sean, didn't you tell me you sell you sell shit horses to grannies, huh? Oh, Cody's heading back now too, dog. <laughs> oh, I just, I'm He's going for it. I just want to remember the conversation you had when you said you had a, a horse that. that, uh, that really if you want to dox the chat, Cody, if you want to dox the chat, you got a sharp right now because you'll get smoked just as hard as everyone else. Alan's got the receipts, mate. Alan's got the receipts. <laughs> All right, keep going, Sean. Yeah, so they weren't Holocaust horses and they weren't to grannies either. Um, <laughs> they were for the Zim team going out. I think we had a. <laughs> With, with horses, as I'm saying, I just think people buy not very good horses out of polo and expect them to play polo cross. I just, yeah. I, I think people should buy better horses and just because they play polo, they're not going to play polo cross. They, they sort of just expect it to happen and you're only as good as the horse you sat on, do you know what I mean? If you're on a good horse, you're on a good horse. Um, I was very lucky to buy uh, Jelly off Debbie Harris, who's an older, experienced horse. I moved on to that from a polo pony that I got given because it was an asshole. And I got him going pretty well, but there's just such a difference when you're sat on a polo cross horse and on a different horse. There's just such a difference. And I didn't really notice it until I rode something like Jelly myself because the game was just easy. Um, you didn't have to worry about doing certain things when you're on a horse that plays polo cross. You guys know what I mean. If you sit on a good horse, you sit on a good horse. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Then you can I play agree. Yeah. And I don't, I don't think that a lot of young people understand that. Do you know what I mean? Like they, they go buy these horses from Polo, they play them and they wonder why they're not getting picked or why they're not good or why the horse is running off, all that kind of stuff. I just think you're only as good as the horse you sat on and people should be on good horses because that's how they're going to get places. You got, looking um, for a good got, horse, so get hold of Sean. Yeah. No, don't get hold of me. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't add, no, well, well, you think about in Australia, they have so many horses that – the ones that you heard the grills say, if they're a little strong in the mouth, they're going to move on to something else. And I've just heard many, many stories, not, not necessarily with the grills, but in Australia, they have so many horses that they don't make it. You know, who knows where they go up to heaven or hell? I don't know. But uh, uh, in, uh, in the UK, it sounds like you're breeding some stock horses. And are, have you thought about it yourself? I've um, got my own little homebred myself. Um, oh, cool. Bred that out of a, a, a good polo stallion, and I would look to doing it again. Breeding's a long process. I've only got yeah. one one myself, but obviously you can breed a horse. It can take a few years, obviously, to get it going, and then you, you, you're left with what you got. I don't know if it's worth it yet myself. My little uh, homebred's going on pretty well. I do quite like it. But again, it, it takes a long time. Um, is it is it more like it's faster to just go get a horse? than breed one I, d I don't know um yes. well yeah, yes. Like, yeah. Really... absolutely yes <laughs> okay okay so, yes it's faster but is, is it going to be more beneficial do you know what i mean right well because why would you be giving your good horse or selling your good horse well no um, one sells a good horse do they they don't right right you, you don't well, do, they do. It. Mm. you don't cody but yeah people do <laughs> yeah, well, someone does, not me, but it's, uh, it's not me, bro. Someone out there, Ryan, <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know, dog. Someone I'm out there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. why would you sell your best horse? Do you know, if, if you're if you're trying to get to somewhere in Polgross, and we're all agree in agreement that you're only as good as the horse you sat on, why do you sell your best horse? Oh, well, why did well, why did why did Debbie sell Jelly then, bro? Because she was getting married, and it probably wasn't her best horse anymore. <laughs> Well, fair enough. Well, yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I just there's, think there's other reasons. It doesn't have to be because it's a bad horse. Yeah, I know there's, there's lots of factors that come in. I mean, yeah. like Ryan said, like there's a lot of people that 
get to the point where working is more important than power cross, it makes zero sense to me. But uh, <laughs> they, you, you sell horses because you don't have time to ride and you don't have time to play. So, you, you know, you're spending uh, South Africa about 4,000 rand a month to, to keep it alive when it could be somewhere else, you know, making you money. So, I don't know. Like, I mean, the, the people do sell good horses for different reasons. And, you know. What was that, like AEP, 4,000 rand, something like that, yeah? Yeah, about ten pound reckoners. Yeah, we that. <laughs> so it's a night art, and that's I mean that's the more important question is like people go on tour all over the world, and uh, I don't know why they don't come to South Africa because South Africa we spend fifteen rand on a beer, and in mm. England it's what ten pounds. No, well it depends on England, but yeah, it is expensive. No, Africa is brilliant, honestly. Africa is amazing there. Yeah. Cheap as. My trip. To I'd love, love to go. Now. I'd love to go America as well. I'd love to go America. Mm. Well, bring that out there, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully someone will listen to this and invite you <laughs> man hopefully i've got a couple of american pals i got i actually played with um cat liner i actually played with her at that classic that i was talking about oh she's such classic. a sweet girl don't it ruin was her. her oh there's another <laughs> <laughs> Dog, I, what? no cat no cat's such a sweet girl don't yeah oh, i don't ruin cat. anyone right okay okay, okay okay no she was brilliant i this is when i was like 15 yeah she's um, such a nice girl no she's it was her another blo- it was another it was it might have been it was a tall bloke as well for the it was two americans a tall and, bloke um, oh carl carl yeah, he, was, he was 15 he'd be my age now and he was tall and quite skinny. This is bad. Uh, Ryan Strider. No, he's older. I'm trying to think of the tall, skinny. What he have might you stop playing. He honestly might have stopped playing by now, to be honest with you. So how many but, years yeah. ago was that? So this was 2015. I, must have, I think I was 15 or 16, so it must have been 2015, I think. Yeah. Hmm. And it was her. And they did it like the classic was two Brits, two Americans, and then two people from Australia was a team. And I just remember playing with her. And she was really good. Like She was the best out of all of us at that time. Um, and then I saw her again at the World Cup, obviously, and she was good then as well, which was good. Her and that, who was the one that was playing in, on the American side? Megan, Megan, yeah, yeah. She was mint, mate. She was incredible as a one. The most just, unorthodox number one I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, incredible. Time. Most entertaining thing I've ever seen, just watching her beam yeah. overarms, bro, yeah. at 40 miles an hour. Insane. Yeah. It's like Max, but actually <laughs> That's good. That's right, corner, just let it go. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you should, you should see her good horse over here. Um, it gets the top speed. She's not slowing down. She's going to do nah, whatever she has to do. I yeah. love that. I love yeah. that. Yeah, I think that, you know, Braxton and Megan really stepped up, and you can tell that they've had a lot of international experience just the way that they played. You won best number one for her, um, for that division, eh? I mean, it was well-deserved. She went so good. Yeah, so she, well. yeah, yeah, she was sick. She yeah, I think, I think there's an element with the – with the Americans that we're in that awkward stage between, you know, the Aussie style and the African style and we're getting better. So you don't know what we're going to do. Are we going to hold the ball? Are we going to pass the ball? And Mm. it's different than if I remember, you know, if you're playing in the UK, you always give it to the one and, Whatever that you know the style was back then. Um, Give it to Jason, I think, because the main main strat that most. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's past Give it to Jason. Or yeah, Pike, my happens. girlfriend liked that one. Really, she was passing out the chuckle. <laughs> so, well, just on that, Ryan. I mean, like you'd say in the UK, they, um, you know, you say in the States, you're sort of stuck between an awkward American and I mean, African and Australian style. You know, like I, I don't know. <clears throat> I think it was 2007, the the 2007 World Cup, the UK made the final. They had Greg Sargent coaching them, and I mean, I've spoken to Greg about it before, and he's just said that you know you can't. It's silly to to rely on one style of polycross when you can incorporate you know two or three different types of polycross. So I don't think it's a I don't think it's a bad thing if, if America's stuck between two two types of polycross if they can if they can make it work. You know what I mean? If the, well, Greg said something very smart. He said, "Why not just be good at all of them?" I mean, mm, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That was a very that that actually sunk into me because I I'm a hard-headed, old-school yank, and you know the Aussie style is what we grew up with. 
when I left Polo Cross uh, in 2012, right after a phenomenal Zambia tour, that's when we adopted the overarm. All that's happened since. Our, a lot of our possession to goal percentages have gone way down because people are just launching it. But at the top, we're getting better at the direct pass and high, higher percentages. Um, do love how the Americans are very uh, like percentage driven about that kind of stuff. I love how you bring that into sports as well. Like, you see, well, we, we have, have we have a statistician, and you're, and you're always yeah, and you're always like, oh, we've got ten percent of these passes, so we should focus more on the right hand. In the UK, it's literally just oh, try not mess up again, mate. Like, try, maybe don't do that pass if you've not gone a couple of times, or maybe just pass to Jason earlier. That's basically all we have as strats. So it's it's, it's nice to see. Would you say that, uh, for example, when you're busting on the UK or some other country, is it typically the same person from the same country or are you busting on? No, I, I mean, I, I think it's a, or maybe from, it's different from everyone else's side, but I think everyone sort of stays away from personal things. Like, so if it's, if it's like, you know, Sean's having a go at me saying, oh, I, was, I was complaining about, the, the Zim side being old. I actually never posted anything because it's too close to home. So, yeah, you know, you stay, you stay away from that sort of thing. Or from my side. There's been one or two where, it, it, you know, it, uh, it, it burns you enough that you, you, you change profiles and you uh, post, <laughs> post something. I think, yeah, I think to sum up in six words, Ryan, I'd say anyone can get the smoke, mate. It's not, it's not just dependent on people where and when. Anyone can get the heat at any point. Also, if someone's you know, messed up, they're getting ripped. Our group chat is horrendous. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that, you should see the shit that we don't post. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, that's actually that's such a good point, Cody. Like, there's there's so many things where you've said like when I mentioned before about the things going too far. Like, there is things that we ourselves have been like, oh, maybe don't. <laughs> like, we've had an inner debate and we're like, oh, not worth it. Not worth yeah, it at all. That's so good, so good. But let's not go on that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah, one day the chat will get leaked and all of our careers will be over. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> well, maybe I'll go back to Polo Cross again. Uh, yeah, yeah, nah. <laughs> nah. So, <laughs> I, so I, think, I think it's important that we develop these high goal tournaments and they're, and they're somehow live streamed. I know it costs a lot of money, but if, we, if there could be a series like that where we constantly see the other player, you know, players from around the world playing. I hate it when it's Facebook Live, you know, at one of my dink, a grade tournaments here coast because it's not very good polo cross but if you get to see good polo cross live streamed in a high goal or something like you know we have to wait every four years for the world cup but if you could see it every couple months mm. in some country a high goal tournament yeah. then uh, you'd have a lot more to a lot more memes to create yeah yeah so i mean i could talk about that and I've, I've played and lost in a lot of the big tournaments in the world so he, i he, yeah Nice head movement there. Um, <laughs> I'm playing with Siri, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing with Siri. I thought you'd look down. No, I, I, did it. I, was to, I was trying to humble brag there. I didn't know pocket pool. I didn't know pocket pool is a sport, Cody. Yeah. I didn't know pocket yeah. pool is yeah. a sport. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we, you know, you, you, if you plan and now, you, it's, the community is smaller than you think it is. So mm. the, the high goal tournaments are, are, are awesome, but you end up, if, you, if you're going around the world playing four tournaments, say, a year, you'll eventually just end up playing the same teams. Whereas I think it's probably, you're probably going to be more beneficial for, the, for your countries. Like America, if America had a high goal, you're better off capping it and saying each team's allowed one international or two internationals or whatever it is and giving exposure to your, to your youngsters. Where, that's where, yeah, that's where I mean, thinking. that's where uh, the, the, Zim, the Zim Open went a bit big. We, and I'm going to, another, this is a less humble brag, but we, we won the last, well, I would have said the last bigger one. That was that was hard when we had internationals coming in, and um, 
Was that when mustaches were actually cool? I don't know. What you're about, 80s? Uh, no. 80s? No, that was yeah. the 90s. That was the 90s. Yeah. Okay, sorry. <laughs> no, I, I'm Mustache actually not as old. Cool, right? Come on. Yeah, I hear you. But I'm actually I'm not as old as you, you might think. I'm just uh, very mature. And um, they, so we, we, we ended up losing it because all we were doing is putting mega teams together and getting in like five Australians and the entire South African World Cup team to come play. And it was it was pointless because the average guy and Zim, the average five guy and Zim didn't get a game um, because there was no space for him because we're all playing eight and nine, ten guy teams. So I mean, if you're gonna do it, do it to benefit your own country. Like I'm not sure how you how the huggles work at other places, but in Zambia, it's like every team has a junior, a lady, an import, and like whatever rest of Zambians we have, and like that's what we play with the like our open. Uh, it works really well. Do you have a player no, I mean, or how do you do that? Do you have an impact player? I'm not sure. It's, it depends every year, like how many people can come over. But like, yeah, there's the typical, like you have to buy your import player. Like, yeah, he goes up an auction and yeah. But I think it works really well, especially having a junior in. Who's not normally this funny either. I don't know where it's coming. Oh, <laughs> shut up, Cody Rose, shut up. Scottish isn't a language, Sean. We've been over this multiple times, mate. It's not a separate dialect, my man. Do they play I on speak dra- better English than you, bro. Shut up. Do they play on draft horses in Scortland? I mean, draft you, horses now. You detach them fair, from the wagon. and I don't have a horse right now, so I really can't speak, but no. Nah, okay. yeah. It's, it's how, just do how do you get from one camp to the next camp? How do you get from one camp? How do you move? <laughs> bro, you're a cheeky bastard, bro. <laughs> I appreciate you guys being on here. How do so we get, get in contact with Polo Cross Bible? Okay, follow the Polo Cross Bible. That's what you want to follow. The Polo Cross Bible on Facebook and on Instagram. And uh, yeah, like expect the big Polo things. Bible. Don't follow it. Like it. Yeah, sorry. Like it. Don't follow it. And uh, expect big things. We've got, we got some collaborations coming with Mr. Ryan Murphy. It'll be good. It'll be awesome. Big things. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much. You know, I'm gonna become, us, I'll become yeah, friends friend. with all of you. If I, I don't know how to spell whatever i'll add you i'll add you facebook all right guys thanks ryan thanks for having us awesome yeah Yeah. take it easy bye mate bye bye Bye. thanks for listening to this episode through all the endless banter and wit i appreciate the job that they do they represent the social side of polacross which is extremely important they're also doing a great job shrinking the polacross world by recruiting members from everywhere cheers to them and i can't wait for the next one here on chugga talk we appreciate your feedback have you enjoyed the show do you have questions or comments please rate and review on apple Podcasts. for a chance to be featured on the show leave a voicemail by finding the send voicemail sidebar button on polacrossmadesimple.com for more polacross coaching go to polacrossmadesimple.com you'll find ebooks on how to become a great player and even on how to become a great coach find me on facebook and instagram until next time have a good one